to Simon. We're in the middle of the laws of Shatnei. So Simon Kufayin Zayin. Kufayin Zayin, we're on the page Kuf Pei. We are up to Halacha. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm on the wrong page. I'm on the wrong page. I'm sorry. We're on page Kuf Ayin Ches. Kuf Ayin Ches, laws of gloves. Halacha Zayin. It's Simon Kuf Ayin Vav Halacha Zayin, which is on page Kuf Ayin Ches. Mitpachas hayodaim, hand towels. Bechem mitpachas shemakanachem boyachar harachitza, bath towels. Umitpachas hashulchan shayuchum alav and tablecloths. Uchayotze bohet bezeh. Bechem shal hashulchan beis hakneses shakon alav a mantle, not a mantle, a mapa, a mapa, a mapa on a bima, a mapa on a bima. Asurim Mishum Kilayim. Do you ever see? Do they check the, the new the new mapa for Shadnes? That's what it says. You have to make sure that the mapa they put on the on the on the bima does not have Shadnes. That's what the halacha is. Why? And certainly not on the bath towels. Okay, you never know. They have you have to go and talk to them. We have to really get someone to come. What is referring to the mapa? You're right on the table. Table also was set already on the table. Even even that, even on the mapa that you learn from the Sefer Torah, all of these things must be checked for shatnes. Why? Because what might happen is you may derive benefit. Anything, anything when you get an aliyah, especially when you get let's say the one they put on top of the the, the sefer Torah after being gavra lagavra, so your hands may at some point in time be underneath it, and it may be derived be deriving warmth. And when it derives warmth, and when it's on top of your flesh, that is an isodereisa of kilayim. So this applies to hand towels, applies to to bath towels, it applies even to a tablecloth. Because occasionally, occasionally, if you have a tablecloth, you're going to put your hands underneath the tablecloth, especially on a cold day, and you're going to derive warmth, some summer benefit, and it's going to be shadnes. Okay, I've never seen someone check their tablecloths and their towels in their house for shadnes. I'm assuming it's because it's not an issue. If there was an issue, there would probably be some big alert in all the newspapers and telling you, watch out, all of your towels are full of shadnes. I guess they don't do it. It's just not. Uh, it's not just. Yeah, they're cut. They're cut, so it's not never an issue. But you never know. Who knows? They could have some fancy trimming. They put logos. They have some designs. You ne- what? Right, I, I guess that's the assumption. It's so unusual with all of these. Uh, it's so unusual that that's why it's not an issue. But you never know. People have very very exquisite tablecloths. And uh, towels, who knows? You'll never. So linen tablecloths, if they have, if they, if they, if they, if they stitch something, some design with a wool, a wool design, or whatever it is, it's a very big problem. So indeed, you have to be careful. And also, when it comes to the now, that also can be dealing with the safe, dealing with the mantle, the the mantle, the mapa. You never know what goes on. Every shoe they always come out with some new, new, uh, and they have changed and over the years. They have a store. What do they have in Avenue M? A linen store, really. Yeah, and what do you say? I didn't ask. Okay, it would be very interesting. We should get here if maybe we can get an expert in Shanis to come down and tell us all of the exotic stories mm. of finding Shanis and things that you never imagined. But baseball it, gloves. Ba- we discussed baseball gloves. Yeah, the, we discussed there; it's a little bit different. Now here is an important a curtain. Okay, now this is a question that applies bizman hazeh. If you have curtains in your home, are shadnes. 
are, is it a problem? You don't, you don't, one thing when it comes to a bath towel, a hand towel, then you actually dry yourself, you actually derive warmth, but a, a curtain in your home, do you actually go use it, do you actually use a curtain for warmth? So today we don't. But years ago they did. It wasn't so uncommon that people on a cold day, you'd wrap yourself up in the curtain, in your, in your curtains. So it doesn't have to be hanging, the curtain could be just... Uh, a hanging curtain. A hanging curtain. So people would go. The, the people would go, and they, in a cold day, they would wrap themselves up in the curtain. Now here he says a very interesting chiddush, but no one would dare. Parochas of the Arna Kodesh, it could be shanes, because no one would dare go and wrap themselves up in the parochas, stand by the Arna Kodesh, and wrap themselves up in the parochas of the Arna Kodesh to keep themselves warm during davening. It is not going to happen. So therefore, there's no prohibition of having shatnes in the parochas in the Beis HaKnesses. I've seen children do this. <laughs> I've seen children, but I guess the children don't know what they're doing, but adults... Yes. Can you wrap himself in the Oh, so it'll be a shot of shanis. So you have to check for shanis just for that. He can't do it. He can't do it. Why not? Because it's kodosh. That's kedusha. So what should what should the kohen do in that situation? There's no talus. Well, he even has to shout. Should he share a talus with another? Yeah. Where do you see this or not? Flabbershoes journal. And the what if they have it every week? The what ifs. They have it every week. The what ifs. They wrote it up in English. Some of this time. Yeah. It's a good. Safer. It's very interesting. Very interesting. He's he's a, he's a legend. Okay, let's go further. Al parecha shalifne al arin akodesh mutu halacha ches agolos. We have the bottom. Zayin. Okay, Zayin. Okay, oy Zayin. Barber, the barber cloths. Do the barber cloths have to check to make sure that those cloths that they put on your on your clothing that you should not get full of hair? Do they need to be checked? The answer is absolutely they do. It has a it has an opening on top, and you wear it like a garment. Also so it's also if it has shanis. If you not, but if it has no opening, then not. Or me high timer. Hella to resolve the also little boyish atzma b'shanis. Because the lahatz lahatz. Still, we love this halacha here. That when dealing with here with this barber barber uh, garment, if it has an opening on top, and then I exactly show this. I wonder how this car we qualify this for our bar. What they have today in the barber shops today. But if there's so l'chori, yeah. Then it's, if it goes on top, it wraps around your entire, it has opening on top and it wraps around your body, it's in its shatnes, it's awesome, even though you'll ask the question, why? I'm not having kalvarna that should provide me warmth, I don't need warmth, I'm hot. The only reason why I'm wearing this garment is to, for cleanliness, is that the filth, the dirt, the hair should not fall on my garment. So that's not called a garment. A garment that qualifies for the law of shatnes is one that provides warmth. You want to wear it to keep your body warm, but a garment you're wearing only to prevent you from getting dirty is not called a garment which needs which needs to be uh, checked for shanis. Along comes the halacha, the schidish. No, even though that's not your primary intent, I'm only you're not, you're not using it to keep warm. I'm only using it to keep, my, to, clean, to keep myself clean.
mean from the here? It doesn't matter. Since Saif called Saif, it is sheltering your body from the dirty years, you do indeed need to check for Shanis. Likewise, by extension, he now says, therefore, if you have a raincoat, a raincoat or a Shana coat, right? The Shana coats, so any type of lightweight, lightweight raincoat, which the only reason why raincoat is not a good example is a raincoat provides warmth. You wear a raincoat even when it's not raining outside. It's a little chilly outside. But some of these type of uh, Pancho. Panchos, panchos, they're only used to shelter you from the rain. And let's say you have a situation where there may be shanis. Is it an issue? The answer is it's no worse than the barber, the barber cloth. The answer is yes. The cloth that is used to shelter you from the here, nami even though it has a receptacle as long as it's worn upon your body like a regular garment. Hachinami came here as long as it comes to the garment of the pancho. You're not allowed to use it if, it, if it's made, it has shanis. So these type of garments also, there is potential for shanis. A couch, a wagon which has a chair. Talking about the trains, the trains of the olden days which were, had cloth, covered cloth. Today they don't even exist. You ever see a train today? Then it's all plastic today. They don't, you know, you know, it's a hard plastic. You know, what? The, li- what? the health reasons. The health reasons. They started doing it a while ago on the command buses. Well, I think what he's saying the com- is the the a cover on top. That have a, yeah, that's what he's. That's later. He says. So oh. let's see. It says couch. Yeah. Couch means a chair. Agola shiyeshlocha mixe. Mixe means leaving on, on the dirty top. Agola oh, the wagon that has a coach. And the cover on top. Yeah. Little house on the prairie. Mm-hmm. It has those things on top. Okay. Shahasarim holchim bohem. The sun they travel. The yesh mehem mechupim mibefnim, and it has a cover mibefnim. The big day tzemer shem kliyim. So the covering is made after shatnes. Ki mistama nitfilu bechute pishnim. Mistama we have to assume that it was stitched with linen threads. Motor lo leches bohem bovad sheyizor shloy lehishon b'tzdodan on the side sheyesh bohem shem kliyim u'mikol shkin sheyizor shloy l'shevus. Do not sit al hakodim on the chair shehein kliyim. So in other words, here's the rule. The rule is shatnes is only. Clothing. There's no shanis for an oil. If you buy, you buy a, a, a tent, a camping tent, an expensive camping tent, and you discover that it's stitched with shanis. Oh, so what am I going to do now? I'm out. My whole hiking, my whole uh, camping experience is going to be ruined because we've discovered that the tent is shanis. Not a problem. It's not a problem because there's no din shanis on an oil. If the ceiling is shanis, who cares? Shanis is lo silba shanis. Clothing. Clothing are tightly fitted around your garment. But in a wagon, you're in a confined space. In a wagon, so even though the top of the wagon may be covered with shanis, but that shmata goes around the side. And if you're in a confined space, you may have the tendency to lean against. When you lean against, it's going to also wrap around your body. That would be problematic because then it's been used as a malbush. But if it's only going to be overhead, then it's not an issue whatsoever. He discussed that right now with motor, with its motor, but there are machmirim. There are machmirim that there's a concern, the gazer that maybe you never know, if not today, maybe tomorrow, if not here, then there, a chut will come up and extend above your leg and will be shanes. Right, so most people are not machmir on this. But to me, this chasidus to be machmir when it comes to these type of things that not to sit on. Like you told you, but little to. Every piece of clothing we buy. 
There are guidelines. Yes, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. What? Socks? Yeah. It's not a joke. A lot, there are certain guidelines. There are certain guidelines where, where I, I, don't, I don't know how I don't know the guidelines, but certain things you don't have to assume this shotness. But, but wherever there's an expectation, then uh, there's a possibility, then yes, it's problematic. Whenever you go to the shotness, I don't go, whenever you go to the shotness, they always have on the wall. Samples. Samples of these bizarre things you never would have expected to find shanis. Remember once a, a baking, a, a, what's it called, a, a, an apron. They showed a, an apron, they had on the wall an apron. A balabasta, she had an apron, she would cook, prepare Shabbos. A knit, a knit, an apron, a tie, they showed one set shatnes. But socks, it's common to have wool socks, so if you have any linen stitching... That's right, it's a problem. It's, it's probably wool socks. Wool socks have linen, linen stitching? No. I don't know the answer. I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But in the if there is a problem, the, the Shadis laboratory, they'll tell you what you have to check. You tell them I have socks. But they might just tell you socks. It's never happened that we had socks in the last 10 years that were Shadis. Because people bring socks to the socks? Well, there are always people who ask questions. They're, 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 they're aware. They're in. This is their Parnassah. Well, it's good for them. If they can find that socks have Shadis, it's a, it's a billion dollar, it's a billion dollar business. It's in their best interest that they should find. It's like, you know, in, in, the, in Lakewood, the lake when they came out with the scandal with the bugs in the water, they found bugs in the water ten years ago. So big machlekes. So in Lakewood, they were Lakewood. They were using buying microscopes, to find bugs in the water in Lakewood. Lakewood, the water does not come from from the upstate. They have they have. They have all oh, their wells. They have the whole different water system where there are no bugs. There's absolutely no chashash. No. There's no chashash. So they were very upset. Many people were very upset for many reasons. Many reasons. Number one, nothing to do, nothing to, to tumult about. Number three, money. Could you imagine if Lakewood there would be a problem with bugs? Billion dollars, money to be made. Everyone has to install a filter. You know how much money there is to be made. It's good. It's good for business. They can have filter fish. What? <laughs> but there are no bugs. So if there were bugs, if there were, I was about to say if there were bugs in socks. <laughs> but water. Billions of flies. Flies. Why do they want flies? I don't know. Bacteria. What? Fertilizing Fertilization. Bees. Bees. They need bees. There's a shortage of bees. There's a shortage of eggs also now, I heard in America. Why there's a shortage of eggs? What happened? Oh, West Nile. They killed out all the birds. They killed off all the birds. Yeah, 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 yeah. I see, I see. And he goes to the eggs. All right. Okay, let's finish with Yeshmat. Let's go further over here. Yeshmat, Here's your, your question, Mr. Murillis. He mentions, do not sit on the chairs if the chairs have kilayim. Okay, there are those that are matir. They're made in a way where they're not going to wrap around your body. So if you have a chair, you know what's in this chair? You really know what you're sitting on today? What are we sitting on? 
So there are people out there in the world that will not sit down on this chair unless they know for sure there was check for Shatnes. There are people like that. And that's what he quotes over here in the beginning and then certainly when you know for sure there's Shatnes. But then he quotes the leading opinion which probably 99% of the population relies upon that you don't have to worry about these things. Even if you are absolutely certain there are Shatnes in your chair it is A-OK because the chance that a chut, a cord of Shanes will come and wrap around your body and have the status of a malbush is so far-fetched you need not be concerned for this issue. And that's what we all rely upon. But if you will read these, the old Gestalt, the Gedolim books, the stories of the Gedolim, the previous generation, they, they traveled loads on trains. And it was very common, they were very mocked on this, the Gedolim Yisrael, they would not sit down on all those trains, not like today when it's no, all like, they were not like today where everything is plastic. It was not like today when they when they, all the chairs are, are, are hard plastic. They had real cloth and real cushions made from various materials, and it was real shot in this problem. And many Gedolei's children would only stand on long trips. They traveled across Europe. They only they only they stood they stood for hours for ten hours twelve hours fifteen hours. They refused to sit down because there was a chashash of shanes. We today, an average person, is not mocked on these things. It's not much. Of, why don't they just bring their own pillow? Bring their own, doesn't matter. As long as they're shining somewhere on the bottom, it's awesome. Esamatzos. On an airplane, you tell them, I'm not going to sit down on the chair because it wasn't Shaq Vashani's. They'll tell you, so get off the plane. <laughs> get off the plane. What? They're not going to accept that. It's not going to be tolerated. Don't fly if you're not going to hold the shanis. All right, let's see the halach. Let's go now into the, let's go into the next simon. There's one more. Let's go back. The previous page is one more halach. Halacha, halacha ches. Agolois. שיש if you have a tent that's made from shanes, it's fine. Built it should not touch your body. When it touches your body, then it changes from the status of an oil to a lavush, to a garment. Nowhere in the Torah does it say that shanes also behana. The only prohibition of shanes is a garment. When we call zayesh ladun, the mutalifos love nixe. An umbrella, matria, an umbrella, shenasa niklaim sheena derech levish of their chimam. If you have an umbrella that's made from shanes, you do not need to have your umbrellas of shak for shanes. There's no issue whatsoever when it comes to an umbrella. What? Because when you sit upon something, there is a concern that the garment may be, the, the chair that you're sitting upon may be loose. And when it's loose, when you wiggle from place to place, a portion of that garment may end up covering the side of your legs or the, even the, the top of your legs. And then in that fast, it's not, it doesn't matter, it doesn't have to be a garment, there's a window, if you have a, a villa and a curtain. You have a curtain, it's not a window, it's meant to shade you from the, from, from the sun. If you wrap yourself, you wrap your body 
in, 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 in the curtain, that's a prohibition, the rights of Shanes. If you're using something to, to uh, bring upon your body warmth, that's problematic. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean it has to be a garment. It has to be a cloth that you are using as a garment. A curtain, a window curtain that you wrap yourself up in is a problem of shyness because you're wrapping yourself up. You're not, it doesn't matter. When you sit down on a seat and if the seat is loose and the cloth of the seat is loose and ends up wrapping around your foot, it's serving as a garment. It's serving the function of a garment. And a, anything that serves the function of a garment is also Misham Shanes. What? That's why, that's what the Ram, that's what the Kish Shukhnarach says. The Yesh Matirin. We're not Machmed on this because today it's just not going to happen. But there are people that are Machmed on this. No, a tent you're not coming in contact with. A tent is above you. You're not coming into physical contact with a tent. When you sit on a chair, you're coming in physical contact with the cloth. The only question is, is the cloth going to wrap around your body? But you're not coming in physical contact. So you're right. If you're in, as we said, if you're in a wagon, and the wagon is narrow, and you're leaning from side to side, and you're touching, then it's a problem. That's correct. If you're in, a, if you are in a, a tent, and you're lying on the floor of the tent, and the side is coming and it's touching, then it's a problem. But if the tent is a loose tent, it's a large tent, and you're not coming in physical contact with the surface, the material, then it's not a problem. It's only a problem when you're coming in physical contact with these things. If you're coming, you're a distance, and there is no issue. Okay, let, and so it will be a problem in Khanami, then, then, it's, then it will be a problem. Then it would be a problem. Okay, let's now go. Let's see on the bottom. Uh, let's now go to the next halacha. Halacha. Wait, we did we did the previous halacha. I'm a little confused. Okay, umbrella. We did the umbrella next. Halacha kuf ayin zayin hilchais bechar behema tahira. Does anyone here have animals? Anyone own animals? Livestock. If you have an animal, and the animal gives birth to a Bukhar, you got a big problem. Why you got a big problem? I feel this man has the firstborn animal to give it to the coin as a carbon. A bachar behema. Bachar behema tohara has to go to the coin as a carbon. So what do you do to avoid this from happening? You don't own firstborn animals. You have to go out of your way to make sure that it's even enough that you can have a shutfas. A partnership with a non-Jew. If the firstborn is owned partially by a non-Jew, it is potter from the laws of Bukhar. If it's owned pri- only by a Jew, and uh, it's a firstborn, it has to be offered on the Mizbech as a carbon Bukhar. Bizman has said that's impossible. We don't have a Besam Midash. We don't have the ability to bring a carbon. So then you have to let it graze. You're not, allowed to, you're not allowed to work with it. You're not allowed to slaughter it. It has sanctity. So the only thing you can do is let it graze, let it, let it roam around, let it walk around until it develops a blemish on its own. And then the blemish is shown to a coin. And the coin says this no longer is fit to be offered on the Mizbech as a carbon. And now you can give it as a gift to a coin. And the coin can do with it whatever he wants. Not anything he wants, but basically he should slaughter it and he can eat its meat. Now this... Now, by the way, today, if, you, if an animal is born up as a Bukhar, and you have to let it graze until it gets a blemish, it can take years sometimes. A 
until it injures itself to the degree that it's called a blemish that now can be given to a coin and it can be slaughtered. So it's a major, major nightmare if a person has an animal and it gives birth to a firstborn Firstborn, it's going to be a major, major nightmare. That's why they're very careful, and especially in Eretz Yisrael, where livestock is owned by, by, by Jews, and you have to make sure there's a partnership. What? No, the matel mum bikodoshim. The animal that's a firstborn is sacred. Even if it's in a cave? Even no, and only uh, no, only a zacher, only a male, only a male. Only ask kedusha when it's a male. Wait, yeah, only a male, only a male. What? It's the same section, I believe, in the same section. It's be a petach, it's to be a f- opener of the womb, petarechem, called petarechem behema. That you just C-section in the first one. If they, we, we do easier. You just tell a guy. You don't have to even go through a surgical procedure. You just tell a guy here. I'll give you, give me, I'll give me ten cents, and you'll be, you'll be a partner. You have one percent in the animal. Even a fraction of a percent of the animal, you're a partner in the animal. Once it's a shutfis, then there no longer has kedusha of a bechor. Let's see what it says over here. Yisrael. This is a practical halacha. In, in America, we don't hear people from people owning animals. But in Eretz Yisrael, it's real. It's a real thing. There are many Jews that own livestock and they have a shudfus with a guy to make sure they don't have these problems. Yisrael, sheyolda loy behemah. Only by a kosher animal. Correct. The animal, only by only an animal that has right to be opened as a cupboard. Pet chamor is the next halacha. Firstborn donkey is another halacha, which that's the next simon. That's going to be the next simon. Yisrael Shayolda Behema Tahira Shaloi Bukhar a Yisrael to whom his animal, his kosher animal has been given birth to a Bukhar. What is the law? The law is mitzvah lahakdishai. There is a mitzvah to declare it Kaddish. You don't have to declare it Kaddish. This is the sugi of Masech de Bechoros. It is automatic. The moment it is born, it automatically has sanctity. However, there's still a mitzvah to give it an additional sanctity or to supplement that with declaring it this animal is Kaddish. Even though it has its own Kedusha, it's still Dover Hanan because you have to give it an additional degree of sanctity. What is that additional degree of sanctity? That's subject to discussion. Is it an, an additional sanctity? Is it the same thing? You're just giving a little bit more? What exactly? But whatever it is, you have to do it as well. You have to go and go through the motions. No, only male. Only if I'm not mistaken, it's only a male. Mitzvah b'yisrael sheyodolei b'chor b'heim ha'shaloi b'chor, first one, which means a male. Mitzvah lehakdishai, there is a mitzvah to declare it sacred. V'loimra to say harei ze kodesh, this shall be holy. Shenemar, takdish lahashem elokecha, you shall sanctify this to Hashem your God. V'yim lehikdishai, if you don't sanctify it, it happens automatically. Miskadesh me'elav me'rechem, it gets sanctified from the moment it leaves the womb of its mother. So what do you do with it? If there was a base hamigdash, she would give it to the coin. The coin will offer this to Kar Mukhar. The nice thing also the coin bein shu tam bein shu balmum. If it, whether it's a tamin has no blemish, and then it would be offered as a carbon. And if it has a blemish, you still must give it to the coin. The coin can enjoy it as its own private property. Bein shenafal by mum ba'afilu nelo b'mumai. Even if it was born with a mum, even if it was born already defective, avalo yitnu the coin ba'odo cotton ba'od. Now in a situation where the animal, where the animal is born. You're not allowed to abuse the coin. In other words, okay, I have a baby, a baby Bukhar. A baby Bukhar, you know, you can't anyway offer it until it's a year old. 
the baby in any way, and if it's an animal in any way, it's not healthy to slaughter it until it matures. You don't slaughter what it's veal, right? Veal is the baby animals? Yeah. Okay. Calf. 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 Yeah. Okay, let's say you're not supposed to give it, how old is it? How old is the shakht, the calf? How, how, how old is it? Okay, whatever it is, but the situation is that the calling is not going to slaughter it. It's not yet ready for slaughter. So you should not abuse the coin and say, listen, you deal with it. You deal with it. You deal with it. You're supposed to give him honor. By giving him something which he has to bother with for a long period of time, that is not a gedula for the coin. The proper thing is the owners should busy themselves with it. Until it gets a little bit matures, If it's a small animal, do not bother the coin until it's 30 days old. If there is no coin, you wait until the coin comes around. Then you have to wait until the coin comes, comes around so you can give it to the coin as his, what is rightfully his. Koi is some type of buffalo. Buffalo, okay. We do not know what the status of the buffalo is. He says a buffalo as well. You have to go give to the coin for sure, no matter what. I guess so. Okay, let's go to Halacha base. A little more. Omar Loy. What? You checked up online? You ruled it? 18 to 20 weeks is when they checked up veal. What about the cows? The adults? I don't know. 18 to 20 weeks is veal. A veal. No, uh, cows usually, most cows are slaughtered at about two years old. Two years. Okay, so he says a regular cow is two years old. They wait two years. Yeah, that's why kosher, talking about kosher cows, kosher cows, they do younger because there's less chance for tarifas. Less chance of tarifas, of a circus. And that that results in mad cow disease doing it younger? No, mad cow disease usually comes at about four or five years old. Four or five years old? Yeah. Uh-huh. The older cows get mad cow disease. That's why you'll never find it by kosher cows. After being in coil for so many years. After being in coil for so many years, they go sugar. <laughs> What do the cows do the whole day? <laughs> yeah, what happens is the, the cows that get mad cow disease yeah. are usually because they've eaten meat. Uh, yeah. And the meat the will usually result in that. Okay. No, that's it. They, they're much younger. They're two years old. They eat grain. They put animals to give them more protein. Mm-hmm. And that's what causes that's what causes yeah, causes the male cow yeah. disease. Ice base, halacha base. Amalei koin teich shnei teich zma hazman. 
if the coin demands, it's within the time, within 30 days, within 50 days, of a Daka Gasa, and the coin demands, give it to me now, I want it now, because I don't give it to me now, who knows, someone else will come along and get it later on. Amalek coin toichaz man teneoli gives me vaniya tabal bo, im ein boi mum. That's called the Koin Hamesayea Beveis Hagronos. If this animal has no blemish, so it's Roy to be a carbon, then it's like a Koin is, is manipulating uh, uh, the the the. the the animal is doing something in order that he should get uh, a carbon. Koin is not allowed to do that when it comes to carbonos. The zehu osur goizel because you're stealing from other people. Other koyhanim may have been the one that I would have received it. Avul in nafal by mum toichasman. But if it develops a blemish. Then you're allowed to give it to a coin who wants it right away because you can shecht it right away. There's no delay. If the, the animal does not have a blemish and the coin who says, give it to me and I'll take care of it. So then it's not yet ready. It's only, it's only let's say it's a behemagasa. So behemagasa is not ready until it's 50 days old. It's only 30 days old. So the, this coin is going to be metapolis with it for 20 days. So basically, I'm paying him. You'll be metapolis for 20 days. In exchange, you'll get it. You'll get it. That's also a coin is not allowed to pay to receive a carbon. So the service he's doing being metabolic for twenty days is considered to be payment. But if the animal already has a blemish, so then it's, it's not doing the service because I can shecht it immediately. The coin can derive benefit from it immediately without doing any service. So if I choose to give it to him and he on his own decides to keep it for a longer period of time, he's not technically doing anything wrong. All right, we will stop over here. We assume everyone is a kosher kohen. We it's not it's not a car. Now we're not dealing with avoda. We I don't, I don't know. We 